630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad. Uh, we're going to bring in a guy who uh, I get to spend a lot of time with during the hockey season. You always hear him filing reports and interviews from the visitors' dressing room for Oilers games. You hear him uh, getting uh, visiting audio after Eskimos games as well, but is our 630 Chad City Hall Bureau Chief, and uh, our worlds collide tonight because of a story going on with Remax Field and uh, Rossdale in the River Valley. Scott Johnson checking in. Scott, good to see talk to you, buddy. How are you doing? How you doing, Reed? Good to hear from you. Yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks for checking in tonight. And you and I—I uh, I mean, this is something we've we've talked about on and off. Uh, sometimes during the hockey game, we start talking about this, and we've been going back and forth uh, a bit over the last few days, which is the Rossdale vel- development and competing bids, two that we know of, to operate Remax Field, and that's between uh, Patrick Cassidy and the Edmonton Prospects, who have been there for several years and a group involving former Oiler uh, Randy Gregg. So I guess that's kind of what we're looking at now, but we're not going to get a decision for, what, about a month on that? No, uh, this will go before City Council's Executive Committee the day after Labor Day. It's a, a massive look at an entire Rossdale redevelopment, of which Remax Field is one small piece of it. The prospects had a five-year lease the city decided to not uh, exercise the fifth year of the option so uh, after four years they're now looking at a new 10-year lease and the two competing bids that you're talking about uh, will be front and center when uh, the two parties talk to city officials Bruce uh, Patrick Cassidy will uh, have his uh, go with them tomorrow as he uh, talked to Global News this afternoon so we'll see where that comes from but he's going to propose a four phase development the first phase would be right away and that would be just some baseball things like new led scoreboard new lights redoing the field that sort of thing but he's also uh, got a big picture look at things that includes a field house for uh, developing uh, not only baseball players but other athletes through the winter and uh, animating uh, the area with uh, brew pubs and the kinds of things that we heard about uh, a few weeks ago with Councillor Michael Walters. Okay, well, yeah, and I think there's um, probably whoever winds up being involved. I, I think there's a there's a, a momentum for some some sort of baseball academy. I don't know if you're hearing that as well, but I mean, FC Edmonton has the soccer academy. I get the sense the baseball community would like to see some sort of baseball academy as well. And that, that's something that goes back decades, too, that uh, they were talking about that through the U of A. But today, Reed, uh, the city published on its website a 150-page report that is a very uh, high overview of what they call the river crossing and how that could redevelop Rossdale. And we're talking hundreds of millions of dollars because they've got to redo the roads, redo the sewers, take care of the uh, power plant have baseball in there, do a real estate play. It's quite massive. Uh, They're also talking about here comes the gondola. That's going to be kicked on that. And uh, taking out some roads and having the access into downtown work a whole lot differently than what you see now. They would, uh, I think, get rid of Bellamy Hill Road. They would get rid of 104th Street or at least reduce it to something very neighborhood friendly and uh, you'd be looking at uh, four-story condo buildings right across from Remax Field where the parking lot is right now. They'd uh, 
restore older historic buildings in the area. So it's a massive, massive project, and they don't have the money for it. There, there, there's the stumbling block there. Okay, and do they know where that potentially is going to come from? There's the big question. Hey, hey remember CRL, what those letters stand for? I do, yeah, Community <laughs> Revitalization Levy. How, how much I learned about that when Rogers Place was being built and, and negotiated. Well, how have times changed? They talk about that in this report, and it's a little jigsaw puzzle piece uh, to map it out, but they also go to great pains to say it's not a good idea because any tax money that would be captured in that CRL would mean tax money that wouldn't go to the rest of the city. And to offset that, they'd have to raise property taxes. So it's a very complicated and convoluted report that uh, will be talked about, I'm sure, for at least a year or two. And you won't see this uh, play out for in its entirety for probably 20, 25 years. Oh, wow. Okay. So for the, everything you talked about to be built and in place, we're talking a, a, a good generation, if not more, of, of, of Edmontonians. Okay. Scott Johnson joining us as we're updating uh, Rossdale Development and, and Remax Field and talking about uh, the, the bids to operate Remax Field. Now, now the prospects and Patrick Cassidy, they, they could have had a fifth year, but the city decided not to to go for that i mean patrick's been on the show he's been disappointed he's been adamant that he feels he should have got that lease does anybody from the city say anything about this well there were was talks that the city had taken patrick cassidy to arbitration and uh, i asked the city can you comment on that and in my reporting on monday all you could say was the city acknowledges it's in arbitration and because it's in arbitration they can't say anything about it Okay. Well, that's nice. So yeah. they, they can confirm that they can't comment. That's that's what we get so far. You get a lot of that downtown. All right. Well, <laughs> fair enough. Well, th- this is interesting. I mean, everything you described about the, the neighborhood is great. I, I don't think anybody has ever gone to Remax Field or Renfrew or Ducey or Telus that's been known in the past and has said it's a bad location. I mean, I've never I've never heard that from anybody. But clearly, we got to get better. I know there are buses that that go by there, but as beautiful as it is, it's not in a. You know, correct me if I'm wrong. And I I walk downtown as you know quite a bit, Scott. But because it's at the bottom of the valley, it's not a conveniently walkable place for sort of. The, do we have to get? Do we have to have a better plan to move people in and out of there? Uh, that's part of the grand vision, uh, you know, that Gondola has talked about. They also just mentioned that there, there could be uh, converting 104th Street into something that's a little more pedestrian-friendly. So walkways that would get you up the hill uh, mm-hmm. that way would be part of it. So, yeah, it, it, it's a, a big undertaking that they're looking at. And as I say, it's a high-level look at it, so you're not going to see any answers quickly and they're probably going to see three or four iterations of this before anything gets built, if it gets built. Okay, and to take this back to a sporting aspect, though, so we got Patrick Cassidy, we got the Randy Gregg group, we'll see how that plays out. But I, it sounds to me, and, and you're down there, so you'll have the best sense of it, but it sounds to me the city council like wants baseball there. There's no more talk of getting rid of Remax Field. or like they, they want that stadium and they want good quality ball there. Oh, there is a little bullet point in this report that says if the baseball is not viable, they could take, tear down the ballpark and use it for housing. They're also talking about 
like a, a plaza and a, a promenade and a, like a urban village in back of the ballpark in some of the old Epcor land. And there's all kinds of things that they're looking at. Uh, well, and, and the artwork that they had in the report had a winter scene for that. So uh, take that as you will. But uh, yeah, there is the uh, prospect of no baseball there if things don't work out. So what is what? Well, I, I think you're probably on the same page as me that I don't think any form of affiliated ball is is coming back to Edmonton. The prospects, I, I can't, yeah, I can't see it because what we have one team in all of Canada, and yeah, that's the Vancouver Canadians uh, playing rookie ball with the Blue Jays. Yeah, I think it's the second lowest um, level of experience, well, right? You know, in the major league tree. It's. Actually, I think it's the lowest. It's, Are they the, it's the short short season rookie ball? Right. Okay. So, I mean, the the prospects have built up a following. They got their event games that people go to. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure Patrick Cassidy has a a protection in the Western Canadian Baseball League that no one else can have a franchise within 60 miles. So now we see how this all plays out. If if somebody else gets the lease can he be a tenant like there's there's a lot of there's a lot of unknowns scott and to me maybe even a lot of unknowns about what is their next season in terms of baseball if it's not the cassidy group yeah and then then obviously you must be talking about the randy gray group if you're right if somebody else gets the stadium and, and that would be in the uh that same western league i i would presume so uh there's got to be some answers coming in the next I would say 12 weeks, but uh, on that, that's only about the uh, immediate season coming up next spring. But after that, who knows? Okay. Well, I, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it is a great place to watch a ball game. Everybody who's been down there agrees with that. So hopefully everything's taken care of and uh, a smart choice is made. And that's exciting for that for that part of town if Rossdale really gets. And it, it already is a nice part, but if they further develop, that'd be perfect. Uh, one more for you, Scott. Were you working the Argos-Eskimos game? Oh, yes, yeah. Uh, so you did the Argos locker room. I mean, they got shut out, and at that point they hadn't won a game. I, I, I mean, you go down to these visiting rooms, and you, usually during hockey, you'll kind of give me a sense of the uh, the vibe and where you think a team might be headed. Now they beat Winnipeg; that was a stunner. But what was it like getting that Argos post game after they they couldn't even score a single point? Well, Corey, Corey Chamberlain, the coach, was talking about you know we're that close. I'm seeing a lot of good things. We're just not executing for the for the full game or the full drive or whatever it is, and. He was saying, you know, we got one more game to go. Then we got our break. We'll have a chance to uh, retool, redefine everything that we're working on. So I didn't see the the bomber victory coming either. I turned that game off. <laughs> you know, you know, I should have learned my lesson a hundred times over. But you know, it's what you it's what you do in October, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know if the Argos will, will will be there, but I know the Eskimos aren't. They aren't taking them lightly, so that, it'll be, a, I think, a good one on Friday. Scott, thanks for checking in. This is a great story. I know we'll keep talking about it on and off air. Really appreciate your time. Thanks for the call, Reed. Inside Sports on six thirty, Chad. Six thirty, Chad. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins, weekdays at six on six thirty, Chad.